1: Good evening fellow Acriona
0: And do not go away The darkness holds a power That you won't find in the day
1: Well, I ended last week's show with Damned, so I thought I'd begin this week's with them. Of course, that was Wait For The Blackout, taken from The Black Album, the band's fourth full-length affair and first to feature Paul Gray on bass. There'll be another song from The Black Album later on in the show as part of this week's Covers Corner. (laughs) Thank you, Barton. A big round of applause for producer Barton, Stacey and engineer Fenny Bridges. This is the Lord of the New Church and open your eyes.
2: Video games train the kids for war. Only she can have fashion stores. Life orders on the channel.
1: The first time you saw the video to that, I saw it on a damned compilation VHS video that I picked up at a record fair. Brilliant band, brilliant song. You have Steve Vincent's Last Mystery City to thank for that, as he had uh, Billy G. Bang on the aforementioned show, and of course, Billy was in Kill City Dragons with former Lords bassist Dave Tregana and latter day drummer Danny Fury. You can hear the whole shooting gallery, knee match, pun intended. Over on Mixcloud. Now, as you may or may not know, Steve Vincent fronts Paradise Alley. Unfortunately, what with various Covid restrictions, there has been relatively little band activity, apart from drummer Andy not joining in the fray full time. However, Steve has spent his downtime recording a solo album that's due to hit the real and virtual record shops later this year. Joining Steve is the aforementioned Andy on drums, on bass. From the Wild Hearts, it's Danny McCormack. I mean, the actual Danny McCormack and on guitar. From the Spangles and the Warner E. Hodges band, it's Ben Marston. The album's going to be called Recovered From My Past and Steve played the first fruits from it on his show. A bit, an early rough mix. And you know how much I like to hear demos and early versions of songs that eventually, or not, make it onto the official album. Obviously, as soon as Mystery City was over, I was straight... On to Steve requesting said song, which he generously emailed me. So in question, it's called Don't Go Breaking My Heart Again. Now, my only criticism, apart from not having the final mix or the rest of the album, is that I'd have either a comma after the word heart, or I'd have it in brackets, you know, again in brackets, just, just to really emphasise this wasn't the first time my heart was broken. But then again, uh, when was the last time I presented you with a set of lyrics in the song? Yeah, that's right, about 1995. God bless Tunguska. Or were we deadbeat city? So I'm hardly in any position to question Graham. Oi! There's no need for that bar the shit, brothers. Just because you didn't realise I changed the sound effects, there's no need to be mean.
0: Don't go breakin', don't go breakin', don't go breakin' my
1: Last Saturday, the day after last week's show, Ed, or the day before if you listened to the Sunday morning repeat, the Bad Losers CD, Sudden Style, nineteen eighty-eight London's recording, arrived all the way from French France. Of course, I was straight onto the four unreleased songs because, as I mentioned last week, I'd read that the band at this point were leaning towards a more Lords of the New Church and Phantasmagoria era Damned vibe as opposed to Hanoi Rocks and the Dogs to the More. And yes. I can report that certainly is the direction the band were heading. The CD has some liner notes that, uh, unfortunately, I can't read. As obviously, they're in French. If Facebook posts are anything to go by, it looks like I'm not the only one to have ordered said album, and I'm pleased to report I didn't have any import duty to pay for it. From Sudden Style, 1988 London's recording, that has an inappropriate and unnecessary apostrophe and an S after London. This is... Century Jane. Facebook, I am now acquainted with the Black Lodge Relics blog, as uh, blogger Nick was going through a bit of a Hanoi Rocks and Associate Axe phase. He also, in May, had posted the original Bad Losers self-titled album, so I need not have ripped my vinyl, but you know. Anyway, one of the posts that caught my eye was Hanoi Rocks, a rock and roll demonstration. That, as the title alludes to, is a collection of demos all of which were available on the Japanese-only two-CD set of ripped-off, odd tracks and demos that came out in August 2009. One of the tracks, Fast Car, was written by bassist Rene Book, who replaced Sammy Yaffa, and in turn would be replaced by Timo Calizio. The song would officially see the light of day on Rene's solo album The Leather, The Loneliness and Your Dark Eyes, that featured Bernie Torme, Paul Gray and Rat Scabies. Imagine... Not only having those three musicians recording one of your songs, but also as part of Hanoi Rocks. next is the Chuck Norris experiment and the alternate vocal version of turning me inside out that could be found on the b- side of dirt shot through a U records in mono as part of their print on demand service originally turning me inside out could be found as a standalone single in glorious stereo with an acoustic version of one hand on the hip as the b-side. Digitally, I believe it was available on Bandcamp in the €8.50 discography bundle. But here it is in mono with the aforementioned alternate vocals. This week's final alternative version should go to the Heartbreakers. As you know, I've been not only chomping at the bit, but pretty much foaming at the mouth at the news. The original master tapes, or backup copies at the very least, of the Heartbreakers' one and only album, Like a Motherfucker, had been found, and we're getting a record shop day release. The only selfish downside for me is that it's coming out on CD. I wanted it to be vinyl only, and only vinyl, to make up, for the poor pressing of the original but to be fair i understand that jungle records need to make a profit now as i've mentioned before i don't own the original final but the original cassette that didn't suffer the faulty substance pressing. i do however have the definitive edition as mp3s that i downloaded at some point from amazon that was billed as the heartbreakers whereas the lost 77 mixes and restored versions were changed to Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers. And shamefully, this is something that I hadn't noticed, completely slipping under my radar until it was pointed out that the new found release had reverted back to just the Heartbreakers, so much so that I've changed my musical folder from Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers to just the Heartbreakers as it was intended to be. Anyway, um, the found record shop day version of Born to Lose has been made available, so I was super eager to compare what I had on my cassette and this found version, to be honest, on the first listen, I couldn't hear that much of a difference. Certainly, it was crispier and punchier. It wasn't until I aid and beat and even seed the found with the lost and restored version that the uh, difference was, you know, all too apparent. Over the years, yeah, my tape was worn. It's all right. I did convert it to ones and zeros as soon as technology allowed in the late nineties. Initially as a cdr thank you alan at rems studios and uh, then i ripped that to mp3s but i was i was going to say shocked but that might be too strong as we all know how the original version suffered but i was really surprised at the marked difference so come the 17th of july one of the greatest errors in record pressing history is going to be put right did i tell you that i can't wait from alternate versions to groups trading with the same name. Bands fighting over who has the right and uh, even legal one to call themselves by their chosen name has been going on since people spent money on records and gigs. Deep Purple springs to mind with a bogus Purple playing live with a bogus Steppenwolf in support in 1980. A couple of Bay City Rollers one with Les McEwan and the other with Eric Faulkner did the rounds. There were two Queen's Reiches until the aspiring cost of potential legal fees meant things were settled out cool. There still are two Sham 69s ready to play live when the current COVID restrictions have been lifted. Only recently, the two versions of LA Guns came to agreement. Having said all that, though, some bands with the same name playing the same songs do happily coexist. Tiger Tales, for example, well right, the one featuring classic era drummer Ace Fincham has USA after the Tiger Tales and exclusively plays in the States, but what happens when a band fragments into two, both retain a classic era member and then one of those band members dies? Could that band continue featuring no original or classic era members under the same name? I know Dr. Feelgood could be construed as a case in point, however bassist Phil H. Mitchell Drummer Kevin Morris and guitarist Steve Walrin were in the band with Lee Brillo. Admittedly, Steve is taking an extended break from the band, but in my opinion, they have every right to be called Dr. Feelgood. Now, this leads me on to the Sweet. We all know who the Sweet are. Brian Connolly, Mick Tucker, Steve Priest, and Andy Scott, whose birthday it was on Wednesday. Happy birthday, Andy now to cut a long story short or a longer story shorter uh when bassist steve priest in 1981 returned to the states where he'd been living for the last few years Andy and mick tucker carried on without him with paul mario day on vocals and mal mcnutty on bass you must remember that when brian departed at the end of 1978 Steve took over pretty much most of the lead vocal duties on the uh, Cut Above the Rest, Walter's Edge, and uh, Identity Crisis LP. So when in 2008, Steve formed his own version of the suite, Stateside, I presumed he once again would be the singer. Turns out, in fact, Joe Retter would be uh, filling that role. Both bands rubbed along together to some degree, only very, very occasionally venturing into each other's territory. But with the sad death of steve in the middle of last year i automatically assumed that that version of sweet would wipe away the glitter with no original members and no ties to the 70s you know gone i mean carry on would be you know, unconceivable unless some you know final recordings featuring steve were released as a tribute turns out steve's backing band are attempting to carry on as the Sweet, claiming they have the legal right to do so maybe they do but morally yeah, I believe they don't. The band As The Suite have just released a single called System of the Slaves. Judging the song as a standalone item, regardless of the band name, it's pretty good. Bit Queen's Reich, and dare I say, and even admit it, Dream Theater, in a blind test. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed it as The Sweet with or without Steve. Obviously, As The Sweet System of the Slaves is uh, going to receive more attention than if it was uh, the joke blog's band, but from reading the online comments that that attention, yeah, isn't warm and welcoming. The
2: serpent scheme and pray on flesh, ancient gods look on. years of lost is all, their us consist. Get song
1: This is friend of the show and squirrel associate Arkwright, guitarist with Flame Pilots and you're listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, you'd be nuts to listen to anything else. To the suite and system of the slaves you heard because i played barocco and it came from the sky taken from the band's fourth and forthcoming album pound of flesh that is due to hit the real and virtual record shops on the 6th of august that you can pre-order right now from their band campsite i'm wondering if in countries that have adopted the metric system it's going to be 0.45 kilos of flesh. Yeah, Barton, a eh, royal <laughs> with cheese. All the way from Auckland, New Zealand, this is Ratso and Mystery Case. That is one of two tracks that the band have just put up on their band cam site that are free to download. Well, name your price. band to me are canada's dan greens who have been dubbed and i quote the most elegant decadent rock and roll unit of the 21st century a bold statement i think you'll agree their press release goes on to say drawing comparisons to bands like the strokes dan greens blend touches of 70s glam rock punk power pop southern rock 60s garage rock 50s r&b and rock and roll all into one tasty soundscape. Their numerous influences shine in what is totally addictive rock smorgasbord. Well, I'll have some of that, I said to myself. The band have just signed to Golden Robot Records, who are all set to release the band's debut album, Tough Luck, hopefully sooner rather than later. Dangereens have uh, already released a self-titled EP in 2018, a year after they formed, which you can hear and listen to on Spotify. Killing two birds with one stone. I'm gonna play their version of Gene Vincent's high blood pressure that came out in September last year heralding this week's Covers Corner. Come
0: on, come on, come on. Well, you can yeah, smell the oh, yeah. pressure. Oh, yeah.
1: i alluded to at the start of the show a damn song from the black album although technically you could put it down as an eddie and the hot rocks tune would be cropping up in this week's covers corner of course the song in question is hit or miss that has been covered by the google dolls originally it appeared as the b-side to the german only one single and on the us and australian b-side to name i'm sure my uk only one had it on it anyway Uh, It also cropped up on the extended two-CD set and uh, is the lead, if not first, track on the band's new Rarities album. The band have also covered Wait From The Blackout that was on the Tommy Boy soundtrack. I asked vocalist, guitarist Johnny Resnick, sorry, John Resnick, when the band played Ulu back in the day, why they covered two damn songs. The answer was simple. The Black album was the soundtrack to his teenage years. Until next week. Take it easy.